This is Appreciate Life. My biggest wall to get through, to get to where I'm at now is unworthiness. Like I had from my childhood to now, this feeling like I just was never enough in anything that I did. And so now that I'm past that, it's like I can do whatever. There's nothing to ever stop me. Just remember, whatever you choose to do, you're worthy to do it. Like it's yours. You thought that so you can create it. And whatever you create is going to be amazing because you made it. You got this, bro. No need to even overthink Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today yeah. I ain't worried about no other days Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm grateful for today Thank you guys for joining us today at Appreciate Life. Today we're going to talk about, which I have the notes right here. So today we'll be talking about living intentionally. And that is taking control of your life, that is holding yourself accountable for each and everything in your life. And we just want to dive into that and kind of give you guys more ways to add value to your life by living intentionally, and then kind of give you some examples so that you have a foundation to go off of. And so I'll start with uh, asking my co-host, Mr. Raymond, Recovery Ray, what does uh, living intentionally mean to you? I would say living intentionally I mean, similar to what you just described, uh, it's, well, it's a couple of things. It's being aware of what I'm doing and why, and then taking accountability for what I do and why, and make sure that that's aligned with the person that I want to become based on the change that I want to see in the world. So it gives me a process mentally to say, hey, is this thought that I'm thinking producing a feeling that is supporting that person that I want to become. If that's not the case, then it's time for me to find some new thoughts. So it's just being really mindful and aware of, of what I do and why in every area of my life, I normally start my thoughts and then move my way through the rest of uh, the rest of my life. Very cool. So I would say within that, so I know one thing that I personally dealt with and I feel like a lot of other people deal with too, is that we have those times where we consistently do stuff that we know like, I don't want to be doing this. Or we could say it, and then right after we say it, we could go and do the same thing. For example, with uh, my day trading, I have to be extremely disciplined. When I'm not, I lose money really fast. And I'll say, well, I'm only gonna buy at the top of this structure and sell at the bottom of this structure. But then I do the complete opposite five minutes after I said it. And so if you had situations like that, what are some ways that you bring yourself back to where you're now doing the things consistently that you wanna do? Yeah, for me, it takes just being present within that moment um, because we all have habits that we practice, whether we're aware of them or not. And for me, there were a lot of thought habits that I had that in the past, when I would experience things like fear, um, the natural habit would be to turn away from whatever I was doing and to shy away from it and to not take action, um, which would then lead with inconsistent actions that were taken in accordance with that person that I want to become. Yeah. So naturally, by maintaining a present perspective, I'm able to observe that habit happen and then take accountability for that and realize it's up to me to swap out that habit with something more productive and with something that supports uh, that person that I want to become. So it's just being really, it's being mindful and, and maintaining a present perspective allows you to better maneuver 
times when you are falling into habitual patterns that don't support uh, your goals. Got you. Yeah. And it's funny that you say habitual patterns, because one of the next things that I want to talk about was uh, how the things we identify with directly correlate to living intentionally. Yeah. And so one thing I was thinking about, I was watching a, uh, it was like a speech by a guy named uh, Master C. Freeman. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how pain and everything else that we believe are things are just mental constructs. And that really stood out to me because when you really think about it, if we look at pain as just a body alarm system and not this whole super big negative, oh my gosh, as soon as you get pain, you start crying, then we're free from it. And if, for an example, if you take it back to children, if a child falls down and everybody looks at that child and they go, oh my gosh, are you okay? Child starts crying. Mm -hmm. But the child falls down. If everybody looks and they're like, ah, oh, you're okay, get up. And they're laughing and stuff. Child starts laughing. So it's like everything from childhood, we start associating and identifying with these constructs as negative overall. And that is something that I believe that if we're more mindful of that, it's going to make it easier to start creating these habits and routines because we realize that, hey, this pain or this worry or this sorrow that I was feeling, I can make that into something else because that's just a construct that I learned at an early age. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I was just uh, looking more into mindfulness and, and the importance of being mindful and aware. And one of the things that I learned was that uh, the lens that we look at life through yeah. is normally created by our belief system. And so, like you were saying, our, our beliefs were ingrained in our minds back when we were children. Uh, some of these things were out of our control. We really didn't yeah. know. We weren't aware. And so to be at a place where you're able to observe what those beliefs are and realize that I'm, I am judging something um, based on a belief that I was given a long time ago by another person, <laughs> just another person. Man then it's up to me to, you know, be accountable for that and be open and willing to change it yes. um, because life can look so much different. And yes. from my experience, life can look exactly the way that I want it to look and better and more. There's more than what I can even imagine. Um, so it's just being open and willing to learn and to accept change in those moments um, to evolve and to flow with life. I think that's, that's really important. And when you say flow with life, that makes me think of another point, which is just as you progress through your personal journey, what are some of the things that you would focus on? I guess that would be, uh, I'll put this, what are some things that you would focus on that would pretty much help you stay consistent in that? Because when something's been so ingrained in us, we have the tendency to slip and fall deep within that. Like mm -hmm. for me, I know that it's fear. And so when I feel that, yeah, I use my emotional guidance system to say, oh, I feel fear, but it's been so long that I felt that and I've been able to make it through this, this far in my life by pretty much pushing that down or finding some way to compartmentalize it. But now it's coming out. And now that I'm learning to flow with my feelings on this journey, it becomes overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways that you kind of cope when you have those moments? So... I would say maybe a couple years ago, I realized that as long as I maintain a present perspective, then I put myself in the best position to respond 
in any way that I want to respond to anything that I experience in life. So for me, the goal, the primary goal of everything that I did throughout the day was to maintain a present perspective. Um, whether that be when I'm meditating, which of course is necessary, it makes sense because that's the practice yes. time. But it's when I'm communicating, it's like, okay, how can I become a better communicator so I can listen and be more present in that moment and I think about things that I want to say next or judge the person based on what they're saying. How can I listen with intent to understand? Okay, so now my relationships are I'm more present in those interactions with people. Um, when I'm working out, uh, truly being present with my body, feeling each contraction and trying to, to be in that moment. Um, I just created habits in my life that, that kept me present and that also kept me uh, looking at the person that I wanted to become. So I do that by listening to audiobooks and, and reading books and researching people who have what I think I may want in the moment, you know, and yeah. consistently pulling pieces from their experience into mine and adapting them into the routines that I already set. So it kind of, it takes just what we're talking about being intentional mm -hmm. and, uh, and focusing on what you want while also appreciating what you have, which is by recognizing the full worth of what you have, which I found the only way to do that is to maintain a present perspective in the moment when you're experiencing things. Very nice. Yeah. And for me, I am at the point in my journey where I'm focusing a lot on the mental because mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time bodybuilding for the past two or three years. And so I really focused like my muscle connection, like all those things were so present for me, but I never associate the mental with it. So that's been a big part of my journey right now has been integrating that mental aspect within. And for living intentionally, one other things I want to say about the foundational aspect of it is what are you focusing on when you're trying to live intently? And I say that, for example, on my end, it's uh, making sure not to judge myself because I want to make sure that I'm loving myself intentionally because I believe that's a great place to start because we don't realize how hard and how critical we are on ourselves. I was talking to a friend of mine recently and I actually told him in a text message, there's nothing that you have to do and nothing that you have to be. You don't have to judge yourself. As long as you love yourself, you're going to be the best that you possibly can for everyone else. And it was funny because when I sent that, I was like, oh, you need to pay attention to that. Yes, that's for you too. For sure. And that's just something that I believe is going to be a big, I would say like a trampoline almost within this, because as soon as you're okay right here, everything else falls into place. Right. And that's something I'm sure that you've experienced as well. And when you see that a lot of people are experiencing that exact same thing, you can kind of start to understand that, well, that's the kind of direction that I want to go in, is letting go. Because when we look it back on our lives, we realize that a lot of times where things went exactly the way we wanted them to were when we stopped trying to control them. Correct. And a lot of that stems from how we view ourselves. Right. So once we stop judging ourselves, because yesterday, I'll take it back to trading, because that's what I'm really focusing on right now. I had done this opposite of what I wanted to do got upset, lost some money, started to go down my little pathways of negativity, realized it. And then I was going to use some processes that I've learned to get myself back to joy and happiness and things like that. But then I realized, why am I so upset with myself in this moment for doing this? I have been the same way for 28 years. I cannot expect that now that I realize this, it's going to just come and just turn around and now everything's perfect sunshine. 
life doesn't work like that. And I'm not saying it's impossible for that to happen because nothing is impossible. But the beauty of the journey is getting to, is getting to experience every single step. And another way to add to your living intentionally is to go back in time sometimes and remember all those great moments that you've had that's led you to where you are now because where you are now is light years away from where you used to be because now you're aware. Right. And then that's something that, bam, now I was like, yo, I have joy from that. Like that makes me happy to see, well, I said one day I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. And now I have X, Y, and Z. And it wasn't because I got a better job. It wasn't because I have more money. It wasn't because of any of those things. These things just came into my life at the perfect time. But we get so caught up in wanting all this other stuff and putting ourselves in, I'm not, I guess I'll use competition or using other people as like, put like this. I wrote down one day that I was stuck at a point because I used the success of others as the bar for where I was for myself. Mm-hmm. And that was once I broke through that and realized that it was like all this weights off my shoulder, all this, like I'm free to just live. And now I can just do whatever it is that I want to do instead yeah. of having to go to people and get advice and for them to tell me, yeah, this is a good idea. That's a bad idea. We can't live intentionally like that because we're using someone else's thoughts who's on their own journey to jump in ours for that split second, even though we're within our journey for all these years that we believe that somebody who doesn't know anything about it is going to give us advice. That's going to help us move forward within it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you said, who you listen to. Yeah, no, that's important. I think uh, for the longest, I was at a place where like I was expecting just like one thing to change everything. Yeah. Right. Which not to say that it can't, but the the journey, which is what we're talking about today, is is to appreciate it, appreciate it for what it is. And for me, it was like I, I got tired of living as if it was like I didn't have enough and I'm just waiting for that one thing to change everything. Yeah. And it's just like, nope, I'm just going to appreciate what I have. And a lot of that, uh, it started for me, it was recognizing, like what you said, I had to stop judging myself. Um, which was something that I did commonly. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that the judgment came from me looking at my life through the belief system that I had in my mind. And it was similar to what you were saying. It was it's taking, it's comparing, comparing yeah. my life, comparing my starting line to someone else's finish line. That doesn't even make any sense. Um, and so once I realized that there was a gap there, then uh, I had to accept the fact that I'm unique and there's a uniqueness in me that is in no one else. That means that there's something that I can offer the world that no one else can offer the world. And as long as I maintain awareness of that and cultivate that on a daily basis, then I'll be able to fulfill anything that I want to accomplish in time, right? Mm -hmm. As I continue to become more aware um, and spend less time thinking about what other people are doing and where they are on their journey and focus that energy on myself and the actions that I take on a daily basis um, to support that person that I want to become. So I think the awareness is huge. Like what we've been talking about today and accountability is huge. And both of those play a huge role in us actually appreciating the life that we have, because that's important. Oh, yes. I would say um, 
so I kind of want to talk about some other foundations of uh, living intentionally. And I would say for me, one of them is patience. That's probably on this journey has been huge because you realize that, nope, it can't because you know that it can happen in an instant. Like you can materialize things. There is a point you can get to where you can do that. But right now, you're just not at that point yet. And it was me really taking the time to understand that, which came from stop judging myself. So now there's nothing that I have to be. Now I can enjoy myself right here. And that's when I go back to when I said, go back in time to when you can have moments along your growth that help you. And then you start to put all these things together. And now you realize like, hey, everything that I've wanted, I'm already living that. And that's just something that can help. For sure. Yeah, I think patience is important. Um, I had to take a lot of patience and practice that as it pertains to communicating. Um, because we have we have habits, we have thought patterns, we have things that just happen automatically within ourselves. And if we're able to maintain patience, then we're able to more effectively observe that whatever it is we're experiencing and then respond in the way that we want to respond. So I think patience is huge in maintaining a present perspective mm-hmm. because you're not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to, to react to what just happened. I'm looking at it for what it is and then I'm making a conscious choice to respond in the way that I feel um, is most suitable for that moment based on that person that I want to become. So I think, yeah, patience is, it, it's something, it's a universal, I think, value that is, I think so. is uh, very important in every facet of life. Just being patient, slowing down, appreciating the moment, you know, like just take a breath, <laughs> relax a little bit. Man. You're, not, you're not moving too slow. You're not moving too fast. You're fine. Um, yep. Everything's good. <laughs> I was going to say, um, another thing that I do is I change how I react to things concerning myself. And mm-hmm. so we, we don't realize how much we say, speak so much negativity on ourselves all the time. Why'd you do that? Dang, we're not supposed to do that. Oh, I should have got up earlier. Oh, I slept too late and this and that. And I started realizing I'm literally the only person that's holding me exactly where I am in life. And if it's based off what I say to myself, then I'm going to change that. So now I just become thankful for everything. And that makes it so much easier. Because like yesterday, it was, I'm thankful that I have this emotional guidance system that alerts me to when my emotions are in a place that I don't, that I don't want them to be at, that now I can move it up. And by doing that, instead of going, oh, I don't want to be right here, why am I right here? I'm already out of that because I didn't give myself to that. And that's just another way that you can add living intentionally to your life because I purposely intentionally wanted to be out of that emotional state and I got out of it and now I'm able to move forward and then those those moments are the moments that you go back on those moments are the build your confidence moments because the next time that happens you already know that you can get out of it instantly right and that's that's that building process and I would say for any person if you don't write in a notebook huge seeing your thoughts on paper just so much man you know I got that's actually yeah I have a lot of books. that's actually one thing I wanted to mention uh, as you were talking about just being grateful right shifting mm-hmm. that perspective uh, because you also know the emotional guidance scale 
um, gratitude, appreciation, those things are at the top, right? So that's mm-hmm. at the place where we're truly allowing what we want to flow into our lives. For me recently, what I started to do, because um, I'll I write daily, I would keep track of what I would do. And I decided just to keep track of how I use my time. I call it investments and it's time. So each hour of the day that I'm doing something, if I change a task, I'm writing it down. I'm writing something that I felt from it. Um, I'm writing in any, any thought that I had during it. I'm keeping everything. And then I reflect on it at the end of that day at the bottom of the page. And then I'm on to the next day. So it's just being mindful of what you are truly investing your time in. Um, and then one thing, as I mentioned, to go off of gratitude, one thing that has really helped me shift my perspective on things in my life or events in my life or people in my life who, when I think about them, um, I'm not having super positive thoughts. Uh, one way to change that for yourself can be to write down 10 things that you're grateful for. Um, that event, that person, that thing, whatever it is, write down 10 things that you're grateful for and then revisit that list multiple times in a day. Honestly, if you just did it once a day, it would help, but I don't see why you wouldn't be able to read it a couple (laughs) times or three times. Remind yourself of why you appreciate that person, why you are grateful for that thing. Um, And for me, I had to do it with my job. This was like, it was uh, the end of last year. And I had got to a place where I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do next. And I didn't quite feel fulfilled from the job that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, in order for me to prepare myself to even have something greater, I have to truly appreciate the fullness of where I am right now. And currently it was in a place that when I thought about it, it wasn't positive. So what did I do? I had to write stuff down. I wrote it down and every day when I would go into work, I would open up that page and I would read the things that I appreciated and then I would start my day. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't something that the first day I was like, I'm super positive about everything happening at work today. No, it took some time, but it took like seven days. After that seventh day, my perspective on where I was and what I was doing completely changed. And it was just something that simple as writing it down and revisiting it and then adding things as time progresses. Um, that also helps too. So it's just like we've been talking about today, living intentionally and writing things down is a great way to keep yourself accountable and to also increase your awareness of how you're using your time and, and why you're doing what you're doing so that you're able to make adjustments if you need to. I know that uh, one thing that I write down is my negative thoughts as soon as I get them. So that's mm-hmm. another thing as they're coming in my head, because we all know once some negative thoughts hit, it's a tornado. It's just you'll have three and then that three will just come around and then it'll be six and it'll just keep growing and growing. And so what I do is I sit down and I start to write them as they come. And as I write them, that thought, it's almost as if it's gone because now I just put it on this paper. It's not even in my head anymore. And I use those, as I said before, as confidence points, because if I start to go through something again, I'm able to look back and be like, hey, I've already been past this. I'm already above this. I can keep moving forward. That's just something else that I personally have. Now, do you do anything in particular? You just write down the negative thoughts just to look at them? Or do you, one thing that I saw in asking it is given, it was uh, you, you write down or you can write down where you are and then you kind of, you, you write down gradually like more things that take you up that scale. Do you go about it that way? 
will so be for me down the negative thing just to get them out of your mind so that you're able to look at them from a different perspective that's pretty much the latter of that is pretty much what it is because i know for me as soon as i do that i can just talk to myself and then bam i'm right back gotcha. and so i just started to one other thing I used to do, if I would like how I read in the book, asking it is given. If before I would read a book and then if I wasn't doing exactly how the book said it, then that judgment would slip in. And I realized that the book is an outline. It still is not me. So now I can do what I feel is best for myself because I intentionally want to be happy and I'm going to take control of my life. And right. so I'll do stuff that might not be the exact same, but I got the foundation from that book. And now it fits me and that nobody else has to do it any way that I do it because that way works for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's important. Accepting our uniqueness. Yes. And not trying to be photocopies of someone else. Exactly. The world doesn't need multiple of the same person. That's why we're all different. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> All right. And so that's pretty much all that I have. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? I mean, the, the purpose behind this is, is to appreciate life, appreciate what you have. Um, I know I say this often. It's the way that I appreciate what I have is by treating it like what I want. So it's being mindful and aware of that person you want to become and treating what you have as if it were what it is that you want whether it's your relationship, whether it's physical things or material things, whatever it is, you have to be accountable for how you use your time and how you invest in yourself and uh, truly, truly just recognizing the full worth of the life that you have. Um, Reminding yourself that in the morning helps. I know it helps me. I normally wake up, I have a whiteboard in my room. I turn and look. And I have written on there, take five deep breaths. You are here, you are alive, appreciate that. Just the fact that we are breathing and that we have life is a blessing uh, because some people didn't wake up today. Some people um, aren't here anymore. And it's important to recognize just the value of life itself and then go one step beyond to appreciate the experiences that we have while we have the life that we have. So. Um, yeah, no, figure out what you want. It can be simple. It can just be an emotion. I just want to feel happy. I just want to feel gratitude. I just want to feel appreciation. Awesome. Just start with that and truly just enjoy yourself because life was meant to be enjoyed. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, it. It was meant to be enjoyed. And, uh, the words of encouragement I'm leaving with you guys today come from, uh, Gary V. I need you guys to always remember that you were one situation away from not being born. Not even that you were the one sperm cell that made it to the egg and now you're here with the rest of us out of those, however many other that were there with you, but your parents could have not met or they could have been, one of them could have been late. Anything could have happened. A billion different things plus could have happened that stopped you from being born, yet you're here right now. Enjoy that. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms. 
on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at balance period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. Peace.